You are right up my street. Oh, you can't make me choose. I go by Toyota. Sponsors T4. Fuck me, Lee Ryan's 13. I remember we couldn't remember the word for table. This is your Welcome America, the podcast that explains what the bloody hell Brits are banging on about. In every episode, we translate British pop culture for America. And American pop culture for Britain. Yo! Welcome. Welcome. <laughs> I am Ben. I am Fraser. Fraser like Razor. Hi, babes. Hi, babes. Happy holidays. Merry Christmas. Ugh. Happy Hanukkah, etc., etc. Merry Xmas. Oh, gorgeous. I, I remember my math maths teacher would say, don't say Xmas because it takes the Christ out of Christmas. And I would oh. go, exactly, <laughs> exactly. That doesn't seem right for a maths teacher to be pushing religion. Oh, my school was pushing all sorts. <laughs> <laughs> well, this is our final episode of 2021. Well, it might, but it might not be. I feel like we could sneak in another little one. We'll Maybe. see. Maybe Omicron dependent. <laughs> yeah. It really, it really does depend on a few, a few variables and variants, a few, log- <laughs> a few logistical matters and transfers and passports and things. Who that's, knows? That's my 2021 version of uh, Deadlines and Diets by Girls Aloud. <laughs> variants and variables. It's really good. And devious men. Wow. Wow. Now, normally in the podcast, mm. we do a British topic and an American topic. We work out the UK and US equivalent and all that. But because it's the end of the year, we're going to do a special <laughs> treat, which you, you'll already know from the the subject of the of the of the pod. Subject of the pod. <laughs> <laughs> you okay? I ran out of words. <laughs> Yeah, we'll be tackling the wafer thin (laughs) 45-minute special Victoria Beckham coming to America. Catch it on YouTube. (laughs) As thin as an A4 piece of paper, that show was. A4 paper? They don't have A4 paper in the States. What do they call it? We've talked about this so So many times and we can never quite remember what they call it. Also, when I was doing some um, document signing the other day, um, sometimes in the States they have also really long pieces of paper. So amongst the A4 paper that has a different name here, suddenly there was all these longer bits. I was like, oh no, I feel like I'm in Alice in Wonderland and I've <laughs> taken something. We did something on Saturday, didn't we? We did. I don't know about you, but I think I'm an athlete. Yeah, I definitely think I'm an athlete. Mm-hmm. You and I did a Spartan race. Oh, that part was really awful. They make you chant the Spartan chants. But as I said to you, when I did it in the UK... We had a Spartan man leading the charge when we were all kind of getting ready to start. And it was really cringy. But um, he was dressed in a Spartan outfit and he was like really like quite a sexy man. Mm-hmm. And then he got introduced and his name was Spartan Phil. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, Babes, I don't think anyone in the Spartan era was called Phil. <laughs> I just don't think so. Wow. It was a treat. We we drove to Castaic Lake mm. on the outskirts of LA. It was a perfect day for it, wasn't it? Gorgeous. Bright blue sky, little chilly. Ideal. Oh, lovely. Yeah, I I don't really know what else there is to report. We saw some people running the t-shirts, some people running who were wearing t-shirts that said fit for Christ. And what did I say ours would say? (laughs) Fit for cock? No, fit for dick. Oh, fit for dick. I was trying to think of, I was trying to think of C for Christ. Okay, got it. Um, yeah. Fit for Christ's cock. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> got it, got it. On the cross. Perfect got for, it. Perfect for this festive season. Nativity, yeah. Uh, then that was really, that was the majority. We saw some of the most beautiful men I've ever seen in my life. Oh, yeah. There was that moment. Now, 
I don't, just before we did that obstacle where we carried those sandbags up the hill. Yes. I was a little ahead of you in that just because I'm good on running up a hill. Mm-hmm. And so you're running up behind. So when you ran up <laughs> to greet me at the top of the hill, what vision greeted you? <laughs> I found you standing with holding a chihuahua that belonged to <laughs> one of the uh, volunteers. And yeah. you were just cradling it in your arms. Yeah, I met a chihuahua called Brando. <laughs> so that was fun. That was a real highlight for me. Now... Mm-hmm. Ben and I have something to discuss, which is A, super interesting, and B, really <laughs> relatable for anyone in the UK. I'll tell you a little something. <laughs> What's going on here in Los Angeles? It's cold. It's cold. Let's talk about the weather. <laughs> <laughs> the rain this morning was genuinely torrential. Yeah. Now, was, as, yeah. The rain goes on, <laughs> on and on again. Ugh. I love that song. No, the issue with LA is that it's in constant drought. It never rains. So when it does, it really, it goes to time with it. It's it's like Hollywood movie magic. It's like uh, the Truman Show rain. It really comes down. Sheets. And then no one has gutters or drains or anything. So everything just floods. (laughs) And then everyone's like, oh shit. And then a day later, all the water's gone and everyone moves on with their lives. Yeah, that's pretty much it. But it's also cold. It is cold. I looked on my phone and just when you arrived, it was eight degrees outside. Which, which? Celsius. Celsius, okay. That's really cold. It is cold. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So everyone that thinks that we live in this like tropical haven, it's actually really cold here quite a lot of the time. People just don't realize it. Also, no one wants to hear it from us anyway. No. Because we were like basking in 20 plus degree temperatures like two weeks ago. So who cares? Anyway. Also, it, it's not cold a lot of the time. No, it really it's, isn't. It's never cold. Shall we do some feedback? Yes. If you would like to leave us some feedback, do go to our Instagram, You're Welcome America, just like Kaylee Elizabeth314. So, this was in reference to our Hills episode. She mm. said, now, <clears throat> as a freshman in high school, so she's American. Yeah. Wonder what state she's in. Let us know, Kaylee Elizabeth. I Maybe, I think she's probably told us before, Saws. So as a freshman in high school, I was sitting next to my guy friend by the fire pit at a party and talking. All of a sudden, he commented that we could be in a scene in the hills since we are two friends talking by the fire pit while he looks longingly at his crush across the fire. Ironically, I had a bit of a crush on him. Ten years later, and I think about the accuracy of that more than I should. Once again, great episode, y'all. So I, so I got confused. I thought he was saying it to her and I was like, what mm. happened next? Did you kiss? And she said, I wish. I think I said, oh, so do you like her? And he said, yes. And then asked me to talk him up to her. Oh, oh. I wish I could say that's the last time I was in that situation. And she's done that emoji with the, I'm going to do, I'm going to do the sound effect of that emoji. You've got to guess what it is. Oh, lovely. Hands lovely in the face. Face palm. Yeah. Well, no, I don't want to stereotype anyone, but some knows the hills i'm thinking he's probably with a man right now right so at the time he was talking about seeing a girl across the fire pit but like if he's referencing the hills as a moment oh i'm thinking he might be with another gentleman these days kaylee elizabeth let us know what state you're in what city you're in and if that man is now a homosexual please do another way to get in touch with us well it's not really getting in touch with us yes you could leave us a review on apple Podcasts. please do don't be like that person who gave us three stars though (laughs) so funny so Someone called Amy KLBB. <laughs> she just said the best. And it's just a very generally lovely review. There's nothing really else to say. She says, love these two and their cheeky banter. 
They are charming, funny, and delightful. Guilty. Give it a listen and it's sure to cheer you up. You're welcome. Oh, that's nice. Thanks, Amy KLBB. Thank you. Another way to get in uh, touch with us is using the email address system. Whoa, that's not a phrase. The email address system. The email address system. <laughs> so when you're when you're in your email address system, you just pop into that bar, a little email address, which is your welcome America podcast at gmail.com. And that's the letters U and R, not Y-O-U. Ah. We also love it when people send us voice notes because we will play them. Oh yeah. We'll play anything. <laughs> so Tom in London got in touch and so we were talking about Spotify wrapped. So it is called Spotify Wrapped, and he, well, I, but I thought it was unwrapped. He and he said, "Isn't it wrapped like the telly, finished for the year? Wrapped? That's a wrap." And he said, "I feel like you boys should know this." Yeah, I That's did know a wrap. it. But then I was like, but I also think it's a play on a gift being wrapped, and that gift needs unwrapping. Otherwise, we don't know what's inside. <laughs> I mean, it sounds like you want to have an argument with Spotify directly. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah what's so your point? spotify if you could get in touch ben wants to tell you about where you've gone wrong yep great uh, we have had a lovely bit of feedback on instagram from jenny floats okay uh, so jenny sent us honestly a lovely message so first of all she's just given us a few suggestions she wants us to talk about possibly the hermers what's the hermers so the hermers are a couple who own the club bougie what's bougie you know, the club, remember Bougie? I don't remember that club. B-O-U-I-J-I. Do you remember? It was like where it was very, Bougie was very mid-2000s. Like, I'm pretty sure like Prince Harry and like Prince William used to go there. It's like oh, that. Yes. It's in that. I, yes. think it's, I think it's in Chelsea. This is, is this just after Mahiki? Yes, exactly. Okay. It's around that time. Because she, uh, she's saying, not sure if it was still popular when you were, when you wild kids were running around London. Uh, let's say, let me tell you, Jenny, if it was popular, uh, we still weren't going there at that to- at that point. We weren't, um, we weren't, quite, we weren't quite in the, the price bracket or the inclination to be going to a bougie or a mahiki. Yeah. Also, <laughs> would you have to get a cab there? We were never doing that in London. Yeah. Well, I did live in Southwest London, but I still didn't used to go out in Chelsea because it still actually wasn't accessible from where I lived. I mean, you have to get a bus. There's no tube station. Well, there's Sloan Square, but I mean, come on. That's right at the other end of the King's Road. But also, you just didn't want to go there. Don't make out like you didn't trek all the way to where I live to go out in my area. That's true. Anyway. And then she just wanted to ask for us to have a chat about Ladies of London. Uh, She says it's her favorite of all the Bravo shows. And basically, what I wanted to say back to you, Jenny, is that I have a lot to say about Ladies of London, but Ben has never seen a frame. Mm-mm. I did I did describe it to you the other day because I was telling you that in the first season of it, Caprice was one of the Ladies of London. Mm-hmm. I know that you loved hearing about Caprice being on television, <laughs> but Ladies of London was a golden, golden age Bravo show. It essentially was the Real Housewives of London, but they just, for some reason, called it Ladies of London. They didn't want to give Andy Cohen like that EP credit or yeah, something. Yeah, and the cast was all, it was half British women, half American women oh, who live in London. That's ideal for us. So Marissa Hermer, she was American, but she was married to a, a British guy. God, and she owned Bougie. I think so. God. I might now, I might now have made a mistake on that. that point. Anyway, and finally, uh, Jenny just had a lovely note at the end. She was just saying, I cannot tell you to how much you've helped me through a really dark time recently. Thanks for bringing me back to light. Aww. Thanks, Jenny. We Thanks appreciate for listening, it. Jenny. I also think at times, because there are moments where I'm like, oh, I just cannot be bothered doing the podcast. <laughs> and then we get messages like that, and it's lovely. And then we get to just do this fun thing together as yeah. well, which is also lovely. Loveliness all around at the end of the year, like a <laughs> hug. Don't look at me in the eyes when you're being sincere. It's very creepy. Oh, my God. 
can I just talk really quickly about something that's infuriated me that you obviously know about because I texted it to you and I've been furiously texting people back at home about it. Well, this fits in with our feedback of, or just in general, our conversation that we've just had about various like entertainment soiree concepts. As I've been told over text, this is not new news. This is not exciting. But I saw on Instagram, <laughs> someone had gone to a bar in Shoreditch I mean, yes, London has a lot of had a lot of annoying like concept bars, such as Flight, the darts bar. Um, do you remember Flight? No. There was that fucking a darts ta- bar. What was that table tennis bar called that I fucking hated? Pong. No. <laughs> no. It had a. Oh, that's gonna really drive me crazy if I can't remember. I what, went to that once. I fucking hated it. Okay. Bounce. Okay, bounce. Yeah, that um. was bounce. And then I came across this concept called. I can't even say the name. Should I do it in my Scottish accent? Please. Bolly Ballerson. Bolly Ballerson. Okay, yes, it's an it's I get it's an adult like ball pit concept for a bar. I I mean I don't like that, but it's fine. Like whatever. That's just like another one of those bars. But Bolly Ballerson, <laughs> I have never wanted to burn a business to the ground more than I do Bolly Ballerson. Also, in these COVID times. I don't want to be indoors at a bar rolling around in a ball pit well, with a sticky, a sticky sugary cocktail just going over all those balls. Well, if it doesn't close down, I will be burning it to the ground. Uh, this is not evidence. This is a satire podcast. So mm-hmm. if you hear about Bally Ballison being raised to the ground by a suspicious homosexual, it wasn't me. Shall we get on with the show? Oh, I mean, we've got a lot of meat to get to with this show. Let's do it. <laughs> Okay, we are going to be, just for some festive fun, recapping and talking about Victoria Beckham coming to America. It's on YouTube. It originally, I'm going to use some history. It originally okay. aired in July 2007. It was put together, well, originally <laughs> it was meant to be six 30-minute episodes that were going to air on NBC. <laughs> NBC is one of the main networks in the, the US. It's like, it's like Channel 4, shall I, we say. I feel like it's ITV. Do you? Yeah. What about Fox? I think Fo- maybe Fox is Channel 5. Yes. Yeah. Okay, so it was going to air one of the main networks. And then the NBC execs were like, yeah, we're just not gonna. They moved it to Bravo. Mm. And then Simon Fuller said, well, if you're moving it to Bravo, we're going to do it as a one-off episode. And the one-off episode, which we've watched, we'll be discussing, was like a pilot for a, f- a full season. Yeah. So they aired it. So if it was going to do well, it's going to get a full order. It got 5.1 million viewers, which sounds like a lot now. Mm, but not in, not in America, though. That's no. pretty low, especially yeah. those days because they yeah. didn't have streaming. Yeah. Yeah. Did you did you look at the Wikipedia for this? It's quite wild. Uh, just because I like that um, when they talked about why they didn't put it onto NBC, it said, however, NBC soon cooled on that idea and <laughs> unilaterally decided to move the episodes to Bravo. It's like they cooled on it. Cooled unilaterally. Unilaterally. So we had a unilateral meeting. <laughs> we cooled on it, but we, we called it, we actually, we were cool, then we called the unilateral department. Yeah. But it's the cool down to the unilateral department, not the hot up to the unilateral department. Understood. Also. Integration. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then it says on Wikipedia, the move made Fuller irate. Oh. So I'm a little scared of that. 
terrifying. <laughs> so they describe this show as part factual, part a scripted spoof on documentaries. Yeah. You <laughs> could tell- giving it a little slightly higher brow thing. It's more just like Well, no, you could tell staged. they were, you were yeah. They, you could tell they were trying to aim higher than what they achieved. Yes, shall we say? Definitely. It definitely had that like it had the elements of say like housewives where it's like it's not necessarily that it's scripted. It's more like, oh, we've set up a series of six different set pieces for you to go into and whatever happens in those set pieces happens. It felt far more scripted and set up than the housewives. <laughs> That's for sure. No, I just, I mean, just as far as a concept goes for, for a TV show, rather than yeah. saying it's scripted, it's like when people say, oh, the housewives are scripted. It's like, it's well, not, no, it's no not one's scripted. reading a script, no, no one's learning yes, lines. Yes, that's what, that's what makes me crazy. That's same with The Hills when everyone's like, it's scripted. It's, like, it's not fucking scripted. They just tell them where to go and what to talk about and then they say their own lines. It's improv, if anything. I wouldn't be surprised, though, if there were some comedy writers who who had some lines on standby. Oh, for this? Yeah. Well, I've got my theories about who was really behind all of the some of the comedy lines. Okay. So, well, first of all, <laughs> we start off with... Her initials are ML. ML. Marie Louise. We'll get to her. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so we start with an intro montage slash super tease. That's what I've called it. <laughs> So we get all these shots of who Vicky B is with a a sort of a movie trailer voiceover. Mm. She's described as an international icon of fashion and glamour. (laughs) Icon of glamour. (laughs) Taking on her biggest challenge yet. Moving to Los Angeles. (laughs) You know, she did move to Spain. That's also a pretty big endeavor. Especially because, yeah. yeah. Like, English isn't the first language in Spain. That's yeah. kind of actually harder, but we're certainly led to believe this is a big deal. And do you know what? She's only got three weeks to prepare for her family's arrival. <laughs> I'm just I'm just struggling with the words. I'm like, wait a minute. I feel like there was something bigger at stake. Oh, no, there wasn't. It's very arbitrary time limit that they're given. Yeah. It's basically just when they could film the show. And I don't feel like it took place over three weeks. Uh-uh. The show was filmed in four days. I don't know, but... I have no clue. It's hard to tell. There's some real continuity errors in this show as well, where they've, <laughs> the way they've remixed it into this like one hour special. Actually, I wanted to ask you before we get into the, again, non meat of this episode, the wafer thin vegan ham of this episode. Do you, what, what do you remember about this show? Like, did you watch it? Because it was on ITV, wasn't it? I did watch it. I remember hoping for more. Yeah, because I would say that. As soon as I started watching it and I saw the the set pieces, I was like, oh, this is all I remember about it. And then I was like, oh, does that mean there's nothing else? So actually, I remember this completely perfectly. Yes. Because there's actually no other elements to it. Yes. <laughs> completely. <laughs> I, I, my first note here says, it just says, the pob is in full force. Yeah. <laughs> I've, I've described this as an <laughs> iconic hair era. It really is like Victoria as a... As a brand, she was the, her most powerful with the the Victoria haircut from the Spice Girls, and then this blonde, the Pob, the posh Bob. Oh, and then this d- hair. Do you think she sang this theme tune? <laughs> the theme tune was very Hills guitar <laughs> strummy rummy. Like yeah. I'm gonna make it somewhere. <laughs> and you know that I have struggled with my entire adult life that I've never wanted to. I've never liked something enough to get it tattooed on me. Uh-huh. How do you feel about me getting the Victoria Beckham coming to America, like, logo tattooed to me? It's basically Victoria Beckham with the pub wearing a pair of sunglasses that have the American flag in them. I, I'm into Gorgeous. that. Gorgeous. <laughs> I think beautiful. Wait, I'm also just trying to work out. So, Vicky B is 47 now. So, in 2007, 
she would be how many years ago that's 15 years ago so she was 32 oh wow so that maths teacher taught you about god and how to do mental she arithmetic. sure did amen she i was gonna say he wow how sexist of me this style i mean look she looks amazing yeah but it it definitely ages her up yeah for sure you she, know what I mean? she's the, yeah. the pub hair and then constantly dressing like a, an air steward yes yeah flight she, attendant she had real flight attendant kind of style but she knows that she recognized that herself yeah this is a real this look was that hair and big giant like bug sunglasses totally that hair that hair was never great no but it looks so good but it did it doesn't <laughs> it's it's very strange i liked it when it was grown out a bit mm. and a bit more tousled but when it, it was very, it's basically a Karen haircut. Yeah, it is. Yeah. It's like Kate Goslin. Yes. <laughs> like a very, very high-end Kate Goslin. So I high also, end Kate Goslin. Also at the beginning she says, people think I'm a miserable pouty bitch. And then her tagline, major, is used a lot. Do you remember when she was trying to use that a lot? I, I have to say, when, when I watched that, I was like, ooh, this clearly didn't resonate with me. Because if someone was like, what's Victoria's tagline? I would not have said major. Yeah. That didn't catch on. Right, where are we going first? Well, let's open in Madrid, España. Yes. We see Simon Fuller's exec credit flashing up as we're <laughs> flying over the desert of Spain. Well, where were we for I this photo desert, shoot? But then I think it was a quarry. <laughs> right. So we, yeah, we open up, a, we're at a W Magazine photo shoot. I now, remember this. I remember this photo shoot because it's very sexy. Oh my God, so sexy. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> most of my notes are like, David is hot, David is hot, this is sexy. Oh my God, David's hot, I fancy David. Because David here is shirtless, he's blonde, he's very tanned, he's just looking amazing. He's wearing like dirty denim jeans that are <sighs> quite low cut. He looks mm. gorgeous. Yeah. This is like some real like high art kind of high concept gay porn look that he went through for quite a while. This mm-hmm. feels very that, the peak of that. It's it's exactly what it is, which is high, like high editorial 2007 aesthetics. Yeah. And that's like exactly what High end trash is what mm-hmm. this photo shoot looked like. In yes. Life. I mean, that the greatest of highest of compliments. So good. Um, and then she, <laughs> we're in the makeup trailer for a little bit. Mm-hmm. And she says quite a, she says quite a wild line. I, I do feel like nestled amongst all of the kind of contrived stuff in this, there was some really insane lines from her. So she's talking about like how people are go like, oh my God, David's so good. Look- David's so good looking. You know, and you're funny. And she goes, basically, that just means you're a pig with a sense of humor. <laughs> I was like, wow, that's really funny. <laughs> now, I know I've told-, told you this five million times before, but me and CLC were obsessed with this one Heat Magazine article where she talked about how everyone says David's good looking and she's, and she's like, and everyone always thinks, you know, I'm just the clown and heat magazine photoshopped a clown outfit onto Victoria Beckham's like picture. <laughs> and I've never like not thought about that clown picture with her with like a clown nose on. It was very funny. Now at the end of the scene, we find out that Victoria is leaving David and the boys in Spain, the boys we never get to see while she goes to LA to set up their new life. Mm. We're meant to feel some sort of emotion here, but it's more like, okay, I'll see you in a bit. Bye. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Some really limp. I like. I do like that she leaves the photo shoot in that outfit because she's clearly like, I'm not changing into my civilian clothes on camera. Good for her. <laughs> when does she, when does Victoria Beckham ever wear civilian no, clothes? Like, because she must well, like she must wear them on the plane. But you know, she goes, she like gets onto no. the plane in a, in a look and leaves the plane in a look. But what does she wear mid flight? She wears the look on the plane. Yes, that is crazy. in first class. 
She's she's not going to like wear comfies. She must have. I'm saying she must have a different thing to wear while she's flying. I don't think even she if does. it's like a high end like comfies. High I do end not believe didn't exist then. I do not believe that Victoria Beckham is flying in like a pencil skirt and like a corset. I do on first class. I you're do. you're delusional, my friend. But you know what? <laughs> the next time I'm in first class with Vicky B, I'll get her to send a message to you. Okay. I had a question for you. Mm-hmm. As they have the footage of her plane leaving Spain, was that a Nickelback song? Oh, I don't there know. There was a real, I was, I, I, like my, my senses, I was like, oh, I sense Nickelback. It felt like, it, it felt like a, a derivative of Nickelback. It was very like man guitar band. Mm-hmm. I didn't like it. We're going to LA, aren't we? Los Angeles, California. Definitely felt like Simon Fuller bought some of the Hills footage of LA. There was like a mixture of like, okay looking stuff and then bad looking stuff. Mm-hmm. And it felt like he bought some LA footage from like a stock company and then whatever they filmed. I don't know. It was very hard to tell. The, the resolution of what I was watching on YouTube was hazy. <laughs> it was like I was looking back into my own memory of watching the show. <laughs> <laughs> very fuzzy. Uh, she starts off by saying in this scene that the paparazzi, they get handed a lot in the UK. Maybe it'll be different here. And then there's shots of LAX. It's like, Victoria, Victoria. What's she wearing in this scene? Well, I mean, she's wearing a kind of a, a crisp black suit, I believe, but she's wearing, more importantly, <laughs> a big black fedora, half pulled down over one eye. Now, remind me, what's the difference between a fedora and a trilby? Fedora, hmm, hmm. Because I wrote trilby, hang oh, on. Oh, see, I think fedora might be America. Trilby hat. No. Hmm, trilby hat. Trilby versus fedora. Oh, trilby hat versus fedora. <laughs> like alien versus Different predator. Hat. Unlike the fedora, Alien vs. Predator, unlike the fedora, which has a movable or snap brim, the trilby is made so the brim is permanently fixed down. Yes, that hasn't Who helped. It hasn't helped. <laughs> hasn't helped. Oh, people also ask, are trilby hats in style? <laughs> is there just a website that just says no <laughs> when you click on it? <laughs> it, um, it is are they? A, it's, it, <laughs> I don't know. It says it is suitable for adults. As for young people, what? Anyway, <laughs> who knows? But she's, yeah, she's, there she is walking through LAX. Yeah. And then they, they show that she's actually staying in a rental house, which she describes as a giant dusty ice cube. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, huh? There was a, there was a real heavy beige color scheme in this episode, wasn't there? I felt everyone's house, even the one she went to look at, she visited, everything was very beige and brown. Like, this wasn't that long ago. Why is everything so beige? I feel like now everything's white, but then it was very, like, brownie beige. Oh, you're right. It's very, a lot of, uh, like, dark brown wood. Yeah. Whereas people would just never use that now. No. Yeah. Felt really strange. Um, Now, she is a dog called Twiggy. Twiggy? (laughs) (laughs) I had that that as a question. I was like, did you hear that? Is the dog called Twiggy? Should we just look this dog up? Hang on, because... I feel like I've never heard of her before or since. A Yorkshire Terrier called Twiggy. <laughs> I don't... I mean, who knows if this dog is... No, can't be. No. No. Twiggy's no longer with us. It's 15 years ago. Original Twiggy still is. Original... Oh, forever. Forever. <laughs> so, yeah, we. I, I wrote down here, we can hear her old voice. Yeah. Because she talks about having really awful... Really, really, she's looking at the art and she says, it's really awful. It's really awful, actually. But I wait, I can't do the voice. So it's like, really, really, it's kind of a bit Essexy. Yeah. So how would that be? Say really awful, actually. Oh, it's really awful, actually. 
Actually, actually, that's the yeah. word. Actually, actually, yeah. <laughs> so we meet some fellow cast members. We meet Ben. Or she says her two best friends is Ben, who does her hair, and Maria Louise does her makeup. Just, I'm obsessed with Maria Louise. Okay, well I've done some digging. Okay, Ben Cook. Yep. did the hair. He's the creator of the pop. Oh shit! Yeah, fuck. And then Maria Le- Maria Louise Featherstone. Right. Okay. Now question for you trivia. okay victoria beckham follows 288 people on instagram <laughs> does she still follow either ben or maria louise i am gonna guess just maria louise correct <laughs> oh so what happened with ben don't know Ooh, falling out i did notice that Mar- maria louise does have her own version of the pub yeah a mob <laughs> Marie Louise Bob. Bob. <laughs> I think Ben just did that for her. Oh yeah, just... like hanging out. <laughs> so uh, they're out in the. It's, it's, I mean, the, the view from the house is classic, like modern LA. Yeah, the hills, right? Yeah, it's definitely the hills. And um, she, I think she wants. Does Victoria want a picture taken of yeah, her? Yeah. Well, first of all, you hear her kind of. She's like, "Oh, I love my new phone," but I was getting really annoyed because the resolution was so bad that I couldn't see what phone it was. Oh, it's a BlackBerry. Oh, it was. Yeah. Which one? A bold? <laughs> Curve. Curve. I think it's the one I had. Whatever that one was. <laughs> oh, the Blackberry. Well, she loves that Blackberry. Just the thought of what kind of image that the Blackberry was capturing. Some real low-res shit. I know. I know. <laughs> no wonder people's like... I know that sex tapes were leaked, like, and always have been. But they were filmed on, like, camcorders. You know, it's just like the thought of someone's, like, nudes pictures being released from, like, a Blackberry. Just a few just, pixels. Just like so pixelated. Like, what is that? I mean, that should be like really high-end art. Yeah. Like, gorgeous. Yeah. So I don't know if you noticed in this scene. I felt like, I think this was the editing, not, I'm not going to blame this on Ben and ML, but I do feel like they drank a lot of champagne in this scene. Every time they panned to one of those two, there was a lot of quaffing happening. Mm, yeah, I think I like so. That's not going to be the, that's not the last time or the first time they've been freeloading off of Victoria's champagne. I don't know. I didn't like it. <laughs> is it because you you thought you should have been there instead yeah of course yeah i'm a better ben i would never do the pop to her hair <laughs> so i have my next scene i've just called well it all merges i've just called it victoria's rental yeah so she's got a new pa starting doesn't she a new assistant yeah so she did you look her up i looked her up renee so she's she was a comedian and stand-up but she now works in tv yeah she's yeah. actually friends with my friend yeah that's so crazy. So I messaged, I messaged my friend being like, oh, can, d- d- does Renee have any goss for us? But she basically just said that it was all, everything was set up and scripted. Right. So whatever Ooh. that means. Oh dear, Renee. Yeah. yeah. I've also written here the trio of uh, Ben, ML and Vicky B. They're really British. Yeah, they really They're are. They're real like trashy Brits abroad here. <laughs> like high end trash. Like, like me when I would go to Marbella as a kid. Like that <laughs> level of trash. Right. I did think that I did think that the, just visually, I felt like it was quite high up that I was watching when she, they were just showing Victoria clip-clopping through the house in her bathing suit and heels to answer mm. the door. Yeah. It's kind of gorgeous. So the, her new assistant uh, rings the doorbell. Yeah. And, and exactly as you said, she's wearing a black frilly bathing suit and bug eye glasses and she's just clip-clopping. Um, and she goes to meet her PA, Renee. Renee, I've written with brown red hair and layered top. Yeah. Uh, no explanation as to how Renee's come into their life. We we don't get, they don't even bother to give us that setup. They're just like, she's like, oh, it's the assistant. Yeah. 
that's come from where victoria and uh victoria says that in terms of the the new pa she needs someone who's professional and they can't be too good looking or too thin yikes Ooh, yeah i didn't like hearing that renee also says oh will i ever be personally assisting david and it's like yeah <laughs> so it felt very like they're trying to dress in a clever way right. what what all the press had said back in the day about Rebecca losing David Beckham. Right. That was my thought. <laughs> yeah. No, I think, I think you're right. And then she just does a insane short monologue about how high heels lengthen you out. And then she says, maybe you should try it to Renee. And I was like, Oh, okay. Yeah. Odd moment. Really odd moment. Yeah. I'm not quite sure what we were trying to achieve there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Next scene. This is... Oh, just before that, did you, did you notice there was just speaking of high end British abroad trash? There's some really, this was definitely not scripted. Really good bit where she comes out and Victoria's like, Oh, I think I'll, she's like, Oh, I think I'm getting some color on my legs. And <laughs> <laughs> whatever, Michelle Louise, whatever her name is, she's Maria Louise. She's like, I think I'm getting burnt. <laughs> and I was like, That's real. That yeah. was like, they needed to film this scene. And Maria Louise was like, I'm getting burnt. <laughs> <laughs> getting some color. Yeah, getting some color. So. Oh, God. I'm, I'm very like, triggered by this. I know. I'm really like, you cover these next scenes. What's going on, babe? Oh, I'm incredibly triggered by this sequence. You know, as my friends here know and uh, drag me for on the, the regular, I still, I still haven't passed my driving test here. And this was a whole DMV driving segment. So, uh, uh, yeah, my first note is I'm very triggered by this learning to drive segment. So she's just like, she's basically like, oh, you know, they're like, fuck, you need to mention that the kids and David are coming out in three weeks. So she has to get back on track. She's like, oh, David and the kids are coming out in three weeks. I've got to learn how to drive. I've got to learn how to drive. So she gets in this big, like, what is it, Range Rover? I don't know. Who knows? Bentley, is that what she said she drives? And uh, she's kind of just careening around the hills of LA. I'm very curious about this scene. Very curious about this scene. Mm -hmm. I feel like the DMV stuff, that was obviously all cleared ahead of time you can't just like waltz into the dmv do you think she got pulled over for real no so do you think that guy was an actor or he's just a cop that they paid like i i mean so what happens is she cuts a corner and then she gets she's practicing learning to drive she's practicing mm. her driving and then she gets pulled over by a cop like, no so way you feel like there real. was like a there was like a, a second stunt unit that filmed the separate shot of her cutting the corner probably I'm just really interested in like the call sheet and you know the. Oh, I'm just interested in like the, the logistics and the breakdown of how this whole scene came together because I'm feeling like getting filming permits to film at the DMV is kind of crazy, and then I want to know like was the DMV closed when they filmed oh, and well, they look. just and was it open? Okay, let's just okay. I know you're you're really getting manic now, which I understand because of the subject matter. So first of all, <laughs> she's pra- she's practicing. She gets pulled over by the cops. She tries to use her Spanish driver's license, and they're like. Oh, you're going to need to go it's get a Spain. new license. <laughs> Spain, use it in Spain, it's fine. Hey, you. And she's mortified because she's wearing flats and there are paps there. So great outfit, though. Great outfit. Scene. So then she goes to the DMV, okay? The DMV, what's it called in the UK again? I was about to say TFL. <laughs> the, the DVLA. DVLA. Is that right? I think that's right. Oh. So... <laughs> A DMV in the States is notorious for just everything you've ever heard about the DMV. All the jokes about it are true. Yeah. It's horrific. Yeah. She manages to walk in seemingly without an appointment, which you feel well know can't can't be done. Impossible. And she she poses for a photo. She compliments a woman who's wearing slippers. Yeah. (laughs) Which I thought was very mean, actually. I was like, "Mm, it's a little bit mean girls here. Yeah. And that didn't feel like an extra. No, oh no, really wasn't. <laughs> and then she gets her photograph done. And then she does a written test. Yeah. 
But that, that test doesn't exist anymore. No, that test is on a computer now. Ah, right, right, right. Yeah, right, you right, don't right, sit right. down at like a school area. But that looked like a real testing area. So I think that must have been what it was at the time. Yeah. So amongst all this artifice, there was a real moment in this. So there's like, they do this fake bit where uh, Renee is giving her answers to the to the DMV quiz test or whatever it is. But you notice there was definitely a real bit where the, the guy that's like, is his name Bill? Yeah. The guy that's doing it, he comes up behind her and he's like, what are you doing? And she's like, she goes, oh, and then she's like, oh, I just... She's like, I just get really paranoid. I thought you were going to hit me. I've got this like really weird thing about people coming up behind me. And there was something about the way she, she said it that like, clearly this has been like a weird thing of hers for the whole time she's been famous. Where I think she, someone must have like grabbed her from behind, like in the early days of the Spice Girls and like scared her. Cause that felt really real. Yeah. It was uh, very odd. It was a really specific thing to say. She's like, oh, I thought you were going to hit me. Yeah. So I feel like I feel like someone like manhandled her in a weird way in the early days of the Spice Girls, well, like a crazy fan or something. Probably. I remember there was a there was a TV show in, I think in Spain where they're all walking through the crowd to get on and someone grabs baby. I remember that happened. Oh. So probably happened to Vicky B. Yeah. So she's doing her test and then she passes, <laughs> and then the guy Bill says, "Now you can go get the Mercedes. You go get that Mercedes." And she says, "Oh, actually, I've already got one. Well, I've got a Bentley." Like, what's going on? <laughs> and what what she passed? What does she have now? I think it means she's got a permit, which means she can she can technically drive, but she has to have someone with her. Oh, got it. Like yeah. in Clueless. Yeah, exactly. Got it. I will say, Bill from the DMV was a real star. Yeah, he was good. <laughs> he had a lot. To, he had a lot of work he had to do in that in that scene. Lit, and I thought he really did his part. What nicely, <laughs> really nicely. Well done, Bill. Well done. It was also this is such a stupid thing to say, but it was also just really weird seeing people just like wandering around the DMV. Like I've been there during you know covid and it's so kind of i don't know everyone's just like just palling around in there now everyone's just like has to, you have to wait outside it's very it's like you'd think it was miserable before but let me tell you nowadays miserable i disagree i think it's i think it's better now because it's more organized and you have to sit in certain areas and it's far more appointment based whereas previously it was it was a real free-for-all <laughs> I, I guess but i i don't know it's just like Feels even more like draconian and like terrifying now. So when you're sitting your test, this is not. That's that's you. You're that's bad. <laughs> I'm quitting the podcast. <laughs> so we're on to our next scene. Lit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we're leaving the DMV. It's 2007. <laughs> we're in LA. Pop oh. culture a go go. We're gonna have to go meet Perez Hilton. Oh yeah, Ben. Ben pretends to be looking at Perez Hilton's website, and there's. Really not weird. me, Ben. Not me, Ben. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Did that sound like I was doing a high yeah. concept moment? <laughs> ben pretends to look at Perez Hilton's like, I'm, saying, like but a, you're looking right at me. As you say, I don't understand. Like, what I'm a str- not. strange tense you're talking in. <laughs> ben laughs into his microphone during the podcast record. No, hairstylist Ben is like pretending to be looking at Perez Hilton's site. This really weird post, and it's like a post of her arriving in that fedora outfit, and he's drawing like alien ears on her, and he's like, "Oh, crazy posh has arrived." Yes. And she's just like, oh. So they decide, she's like, I want to go meet him. So they go to a place called Marco's Cafe in West Hollywood. Still there. Oh, really? I found it. It's now more of a high-end trattoria. <laughs> Can't just go in for a coffee and a cookie Excuse now. Excuse me, a trattoria? A trattoria. What happens in a trattoria? A trattoria is more of like an Italian restaurant where you might have a, you know, you're not having coffee and a cookie. What are you having, like an espresso and a slice of tiramisu well maybe after your <laughs> after your meal of spaghetti oh it's like whatever. a like a restaurant yeah, exactly. oh okay exactly. okay this is a very so this is another question i have about this show this mm. really raised another question for me because this show is so strange so it's like all these like fake scenarios but 
she seems to be genuinely being followed by the paparazzi. Like, yes. But I can't understand whether that's part of the show or not. Because you can <sighs> see people's faces in a lot of the shots. So did they sign release forms? And also, like, it kind of just made it, I don't know, like, it, it got the point across that she's super famous, but also, like, wasn't that the whole point of this show to try and make her seem more famous in America? I'm very, I, I'd love to, again, I'd love to get a breakdown of who signed a release form, you know, how many of these perhaps were, like, called in to do this, or whether versus, like, I don't know. Do you know what I mean? What, like, a, an oral history? Yeah. I would, of- oh, my God, I would <laughs> love an oral history if we sat down and just, like, the Victoria Beckham coming to, coming to America oral history, just with all the producers... <laughs> Someone who like just drove on the show. Yeah, I was actually Bill. The, I was actually the stunt driver on that second unit that did the mm-hmm. coming around the corner. Yeah, mm-hmm. Bill. Bill. We find out what Bill's up to right now. Woman with the slippers. The, yeah, woman <laughs> with the slippers. Some other women that we're going to talk about later. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. So we are. She goes to meet Perez at Marcos, and because Rene, Rene says his office is a coffee shop. That's also a line that is said. So she waltzes in past the, the paps to see Perez and she gets him to stand upon her arrival. Yes. This was this scene was funny because it was obviously all staged, but like it she truly got him good in this scene. Yeah. Like she just was trolling him so hard in this scene. It was very fun to watch. She's really doing the high end flight attendant stuff here as well. Yes. She's wearing a little scarf. I think she mentions that. She does. She says she's dressed like a chic flight attendant. <laughs> um, Perez, I've just written, looks ruddy and he's wearing a red tie. Yeah. Like a black shirt and a bright red tie. Yeah. I felt like that was like, I don't know. I want to say the words good Charlotte. Oh, okay. <laughs> sure. <laughs> you know, Perez, he loved good Charlotte. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah this i like this because she kind of just was like they clearly i felt like they were like well we need to just get this qu- we need to get this quite quick because it was a kind of manic outside so she kind of just walks in and she's just like she starts talking to him and then she he, she says oh you know you say i'm this like crazy looking person with big tits or whatever and then she's just essentially like thrusting her boobs in his face she's like look at them they're not that big up close are they it sort of leans over him <laughs> so perez wants to buy her a cookie um but she says she doesn't want to be seen eating because it's not good for her brand. Ooh. Yikes. Um, he, now, Perez, to be fair to him, asks some good questions. Yeah. He says, so has Tom Cruise ever tried to convert you to Scientology? I'd forgotten yeah. that for a while, Tom Cruise, What's Her Chops, Katie Holmes, Vicky B and David Beckham all hung out. What? Now, now, weirdly, I can picture Katie, David and Tom sitting together talking. Mm-hmm. I don't, I can't factor Victoria into that equation. I can imagine, I can imagine David and Tom, David being like, oh, I love your movies. Yeah. Let's talk about your stunts because he's yeah. an athlete and Tom loves yeah, that and crap. Like, David's kind of a dingbat. So I feel like he's kind of just can, I feel like he just walks into a room and is just like, oh, okay. Oh, yeah. Either. But like, I just, I, I, I just, and I can see Katie Holmes at that time being kind of like, whatever was happening with her, just kind of being part of that little world. And then I just picture Victoria just being like, huh? I don't know. I just can't like, but Victoria, I think was a bit of a social climber. So right. I think she would just do anything to make it work. <laughs> I don't know. I just don't like the thought of, I, I really just don't like the thought of Tom Cruise talking to Victoria Beckham. I know. One-on-one. I it know. really, it really skeevy and horrible. I can imagine, I can imagine going back from the dinner, David and Victoria being driven home and Victoria being like, Tom said a few weird things, didn't <laughs> yeah, yeah. he? Yeah, they're like, oh, that was nice dinner, wasn't it? There's a couple of weird moments <laughs> with Tom. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, things took a strange turn before dessert when Tom started talking to me about Xenu, but like, I just kind of went with it. 
I bet they I bet they took them to the celebrity center once though, right? Yeah, for like dinner or something. Oh, I want to see inside that celebrity center. I know. That weird Disneyland building. You and I remember we saw those Scientology people the other day. They oh, came yeah. out to the car. Oh yeah. What are they wanting again? They they had a very sinister so it was like in the parking lot of the Scientology Center in Los Feliz and they just were these two women and they looked like they'd set up like a food bank, but they were holding up these signs and it literally they lit, the signs just said like food bank now or something like that right it was like mm. free food now and yeah, it's like, just like so such an obvious free ploy. food your mouth yeah <laughs> it was so fake it, it reminded me of that scene in chitty chitty bang bang where they like they have that tunnel that's like the back of a van to drive the car into it felt like that like you'd go <laughs> put your hand on like a can of food and then a hand would just grab you and pull you into scientology but they came up to the car as we were stopped at a light and you were like, hi. You, uh, you smiled at them or said hi. She's, I looked her in the eye and she smiled at me and said hello. I, I couldn't not. I think I just said no. Yeah, you just said it. And I was like, they're going to curse us. Xena is coming for us. Xena isn't real. It's <laughs> fine. Uh-oh. <laughs> so, anything else going on in this scene? Oh, uh, Perez also asked Vicky B, are there any celebs you don't like? And instantly she just says, Eddie Murphy. <laughs> yeah, I love that. Great. in Beverly Hills Cock. Yeah, which is beat. <laughs> That's a, a reference to... Beverly Hills Cop. <laughs> Eddie Murphy and Mel B, aka Scary, were together for a while and they had their baby, Angel. Angel! <laughs> Angel. Good morning, Angel. Now, at the end of the scene, I've just written resolution music because it turns out everything's fine between them. It's like... Yeah, this was some... I was like, I don't, we don't need to be, like, sewing up their storyline. Yeah, I'm fine. Where are we going next? Oh, my God. We're going to the absolute pinnacle of this show. This is, this is, the, this is the best part of this episode, in my personal opinion, because as a fan of The Housewives, you know I love a crazy old woman. Wow. <laughs> Uh, this was a house chock-a-block with them. Gorgeous when, creatures. When did Housewives start? Ooh, well, it was a long time ago. It, Orange County was the first one. Okay. It was like a long, long, long time ago. Because this genuinely felt like a scene from Real Housewives. Yeah, it did. It just was edited in a... This scene is edited in an insane way. Like, so, truly insane. I've called this section Beverly Hills Luncheon. Yeah. Not a lunch. Luncheon. Yeah. So, What's going on? Well, the doorbell rings and Darren, Suzanne Hughes' assistant, <laughs> is there uh, bringing some flowers and inviting Victoria to a luncheon with the Beverly Hills socialites. I was like, okay. Mm-hmm. Very specific group of women that are calling themselves that. She's just like plucking through this like gift basket of like, it looks like they've given her like tea and things like that. Don't you think they gave her like an English? It seems all very strange. Um, so she she's like, oh, I'll go to this luncheon. I thought she looked great. She did. Luncheon. Really good. She's got her hair pulled back. She's wearing a geometric print dress mm. and black heels. She looks lovely. Yeah, she's wearing like a little Alice band, isn't yeah. she? She looks very cute at this at this uh, weird, weird meal. Let's talk about Suzanne Hughes. So she opens her front door. I want to talk about Suzanne Hughes' hair. It was a wild ride. She kind of looked like Shakira. <laughs> it was... It, it, it was a time when extensions, the extension technology hadn't quite been perfected. Yeah. So she's got a lot of crusty yet expensive extension, blood yeah. extensions implanted in her hair. Yeah. She really, not that you all know about this, but there was a, a Real Housewives of Beverly Hills in the early seasons. She's called Adrian Maloof. Oh, yeah. And her hair, honestly, there was moments where it, I think she had like bits of tinsel in her hair or like... 
she was one of the richest women on there and her hair was a disaster and it very much like that just like dry crispy extensions mm-hmm. but you know they're expensive but oof, oof yeah. my goof. suzanne hughes welcomes her into her home her home which is just very ornate faux old interior design yeah stuff yeah. everywhere stuff everywhere it's like every surface there was like a couple of paintings of her like younger which i really enjoyed yeah it was like the one where she's in like a white sheet and she's just like ooh, <laughs> i'm suzanne hughes not a man to be seen in this building which i loved oh no well there's a there's a server there's oh, a like a young server. hunky server who's yeah. like now probably like 50 I don't, who knows <laughs> who knows but yeah, I like that there was just no, no no men shuffling around this house. It was just... So she walks into the living room and it's basically a collection of gorgeous, blonde, white, uh, LA older ladies who are all completely insane. I've just written lots of candy spellings. Yeah. There's like gorgeous like faces that have been worked on to, to perfection and death. Like real kind of death becomes her wax figures of beauty. Like mm-hmm. a gorgeous crowd. Everyone looking quite shocked. Yeah, a lot, of, a lot of surprised eyes, a lot of fun. You know, as Vic, as Vicky B has says, Vicky B herself says, a lot of red lipstick. Yeah, um, and then yeah, this is basically just a whole whole room full of uh, blonde white women. But then obviously there's one true star in this room. Yes, and that's did you catch her name? I didn't. She's just powder blue uh, trouser suit lady. Yeah, I've just written blow dry powder blue suit. Yeah, we we kind of keep coming back to her because she says quite a few interesting things. The first one being, she as they all sit down, she's like, Victoria, I really love your songs. And I was like, what songs <laughs> of Victoria's does this woman know? And I just had great visions of that powder blue trouser suit woman dancing around to like, not such an innocent girl. Out Something of your, at this out point, of your mind. Be, yeah, like out of your mind. She really likes Let Your Head Go. She feels like that should be on a streaming service. Let your head go. Shake your body free. Because, you know, she does her dolphin call along to it. Heart, heart's got a mind of its own. Okay. <laughs> well, because what happens is at one point they're all having some champagne and then she just says something about doing an impression of a, a dolphin. Can I do it for you? And then before we know it, exactly as you just did, there's a lot of like, that's good. Thank you. No, it's that's a more sheep. No, I can't do it. You turned into Janet Jackson for a second then. <laughs> yeah, this woman's insane and I love her. I also really, really, I, I didn't see it till the end, but the pink couch that they're sitting on, oh, <laughs> it is so gorgeous and like tacky and horrible. I like would never want it in my life, but I could not take my eyes off of it. Did you notice it, it was like a no. pink, it was like a pink velvet kind of studded, like disgusting giant couch, but it just looked so 80s and like so 90s and kind of, oh, it was so gorgeous do you think it would smell of like a musk absolutely a deep floral musk absolutely but it was just it was something so 90s about it that really made me like go oh gave me like a thrill so one of the things they talk about is money there's a real supercut of people being like well i just said 120 million (laughs) 17 million for that square footage (laughs) oh well larry he just bonded 98 million just all that kind of stuff yeah and vicky starts getting hives she starts saying that she gets, she starts itching herself when she's uncomfortable. So she's just kind of like, they all these women, and they don't give a fuck. These women, yeah. they're all just like s- drinking champagne and screaming at each other, and she's just sitting there like getting in hives. Ah, I love these women so much. The Patron shots come out, yes, and the the lady, the powder blue lady, says, I think it's no, actually maybe it's someone else says, here's to all the men in my life 
I hope they never meet my husband. Oh yeah, no, that was that was another fabulous woman that she just came in with that one line. Yeah. And then there's just kind of like a chaos kind of montage. I really didn't know what was going on. There was a woman like going up the stairs and flashing her like bum. There's another woman that inexplicably was like laying on a yoga mat on the floor. Was she just rolling herself out or something? (laughs) Yeah. Did she just decide to do yoga after some shots? Because at the end, I think Vicky B walks out with a giant foam roller as well. Yeah. I think there was a a lot of fat that was trimmed from this this scene. Yeah. (laughs) It was just just edited into the frenzy we got to watch. (laughs) Yeah, and she um she gets into the car and her assistant says, you're wasted. <laughs> I think she really was. I think she was, too. Yeah. <laughs> also just want to give a shout out to Our Lady in the Powder Blue Suit, who at one point just starts talking directly to the camera. Yes. <laughs> oh, no, there's another moment where she's at a piano. They cut, <laughs> they cut to her, she's sitting at like a white grand piano. She's like, Victoria. I think she's about to literally do, heart's my heart's got a mind of its own. Listen to a word I say. Oh, what a scene. I think I think maybe, was the line that the powder blue suit lady said to the camera, did she just say, diamonds are a girl's best friend? There was a line of her saying that at one point, inexplicably out of nowhere. And I was well, like, okay. Well, I think it's because they look at Vicky B's giant diamond uh, ring. Yes. <laughs> uh, so, so, talking of money and diamonds, we should go on a shopping trip. Yeah. Victoria's in the car. She's really just moaning on and on in this pitch. She's like... Just spoke to David. He's at the cinema with the boys. I was like, I wonder what they were seeing. <laughs> it's funny you wrote. Funny you asked that because I wrote, "What are they watching?" So I looked at 2007's top movies. <laughs> I was gonna do that, and I couldn't be bothered. I love you. And so, bearing in mind at this point, Brooklyn 2007, he's only he's nine. Okay. So it couldn't have been an adult movie. So I'm wondering if it's Ratatouille, yeah, or Spider-Man Three. Um. I bet it was Ratatouille. Where Ratatouille. David wanted to see that. Yeah, because the younger kids might have gone as well. Exactly. Okay, Ratatouille. And then I really like the thought of Victoria calling him and him explaining the plot of Ratatouille to her. And she, <laughs> her just being like, oh. <laughs> and the best part of it, Victoria, is it was a rat that cooked. <laughs> I couldn't believe it. <laughs> yes, David. <laughs> so they go on a shopping trip. Where do they go? They go to Kitson. It's oh, the yeah. year 2007. Did you ever go to Kitson back in the day? No, didn't ever make it over here in the right era. Well, no, it's, it's back. Oof. But now the person who runs it is, um, I think, QAnon and Far Right, and it's all gone bananas. Yikes. But Vicky B, back in the day in 2007 in Kitson, is wearing a fun purple dress with bows at the back. That's mm. what I wrote. And a lot of lot of trying on of peep toe sh- heels. Yeah. A lot of peep toe heels. Yeah, and toe cleavage. Mm-hmm. But then... We suddenly inexplicably are just at home and she's dressed in a safari outfit. Yeah. This is my, I think this might be my favorite outfit of the episode. Really? Just because it's so kind of, everything else is great, but is very classic her. This was a very strange left field choice. She's basically, well, it's not that left field. It's exactly the same dress, but it's just in a safari color and like fabric. Really odd. At this point, Renee comes in and is like, I've organized for you to do an earthquake, to meet an earthquake expert. And then we get a whole kind of like, earthquakes? We don't have earthquakes in, in England. Is that true? Uh, I don't think so. We do have them in Scotland. Yeah. There was an earthquake just the other day in Scotland, but they're never very big. Yeah. Okay, I like hmm. someone someone in the Highlands or, or the Hebrides are like, a pan rattled for half a second. And it'll be like, it was the biggest earthquake on record. It's that kind of thing. Have I told you about the very small, like, I don't know. Is there something below a, like a tornado? Like is that, like a cyclone? Is that smaller? Like a mini 
wind incident. Have okay. I ever told you about this from my childhood? <laughs> now tell me about this mini wind incident <laughs> from your childhood. No, it was just like, a, it was kind of a stormy day. And then <laughs> inexplicably, like, truly there was an actual, like, mini hurricane that went, came through my village <laughs> that I lived in. And my, my brother's friend uh, had, like, a motorbike. And he went out to try and stop his motorbike, like, flying up into a hurricane. And my, my parents were really angry with him. They were like, you were going to just fly up into a hurricane with your motorbike. And the worst part is the whole thing, it like passed our house and it was this really dramatic moment. And I missed the whole thing because I was on the toilet. <laughs> <laughs> and I do remember thinking, the house was like kind of shaky because our house was very old. I do remember thinking, oh, I'm going to die on the toilet. <laughs> Horrible. Oh, why don't you friend's motorbike? It was fine. Okay. It like, pa- it, like the hurricane thing like passed in my, it was like very specifically like you could see it. I, Interesting. It, I, but I'm not sure if, if I've changed it in my head to Well, bear in mind, you're in the toilets. So you couldn't, you didn't see anything. Yeah. So have I made that up? You tell me. Th- that's what I don't know. I, I'm an, I'm an unreliable witness. Wait a minute. Are you thinking the movie, movie Twister? <laughs> yes. Yes. Helen Hunt. Uh, it wasn't me at all. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> So, yeah, she needs to prep for an earthquake. This scene is just, it's fun in theory. In practice, it is pretty exhausting. Yeah. So, this guy brings in the world's largest earthquake simulator. That did look fun. It, I really want to do that. <laughs> I really, I, I did say, I really think you and me would have, get a real <laughs> kick out of going in the earthquake simulator. And you go inside and it's a room that's set up and Victoria's commenting that it's quite a seedy interior. <laughs> yeah. A lot of like brown fabrics. Yeah. See, brown again, brown and beige. There it goes. And then essentially, yeah, he turns it on and then that just everything just like falls on them. And instead of like doing the thing they're about to do, they're all just cowering on like a couch, aren't they? <laughs> yeah. With all like items falling on them. It was all very intense. But that scene was dumb. Oh, <laughs> do you know so, what? They're going to have to live somewhere. So should we go house hunting? Yeah. She said something that, again that I thought was interesting. It felt like she was trying to be funny, but I think it has happened to her where she's like, she's talking to someone and she's like, I need you to find out the price before I arrive. As soon as I arrive, there's a different price for like the Beckhams. I was like, oh, so that reminds me. Interesting. So remember the documentary that was a much more true documentary where they're going to Spain, right? There, that happens there, right? Because they're like, oh, we need to know the price before we go. We can't like get the inflated price. So mm. it clearly has happened. I love, yeah, I love how that's just one of her little things. No one creeping up behind her. People overinflating house prices to her. The only two real moments from this show. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> K- uh, khaki dress, wrap dress. <laughs> Got it. So she goes house hunting. Um, I also think this is a real line because this is so the first house they go look at, <laughs> and the guy is a modern kind of house, and the the realtor saying, "Well, the house was built from the ground up," and Victoria's like. Isn't that how all houses are built? <laughs> that, that was the best. That was the best joke of the whole the whole show. Yeah, I sure. think that was completely a real yeah. moment. <laughs> that is a classic, like bullshit. Yeah, L.A. expensive person trying to sell something expensive. Yeah. Um. So there is this modern house in a hill, but it's got a bit of a death drop in front <laughs> like of it. It has like a concrete edge to like the pool area, just a cliff that yeah. you fall off. It's very it was strange. LA. There was no railing though, wasn't it? I guess the people, they don't want to obstruct their the views. View. Meant to be like an infinity, what, like an infinity balcony. <laughs> sure. <laughs> just plumb it off the side. So then they go to more of a kind of old school Beverly Hills house that has a very loud motorized TV. <laughs> yeah. This, there was, this house and the one that she ends up liking, so dark, so, so much dark wood, so much brownie beige 
color schemes, so many heavy fabrics. Yeah. So because she ends up going for a more of a modern Spanish style, mm. I've written. And they're told Still. it's Lionel Richie's old house. <laughs> yeah. Still, though, I, I was like, the word modern, I know it was 2007, but I just, every, I felt like there was like almost tapestries hanging in some of these houses. Well, it was built in 1978. <laughs> just like, especially on like a bed. It's like the last thing you need in like LA. I know, I know you're sleeping in aircon, but like the last thing you need is like a heavy you know quilt qu- like velvet quilt I like know. hanging on you while you're sleeping horrible it's all very reminiscent of uh beckingham palace that <laughs> yes. kind of styling yeah true. but in la well yeah she's like oh i like that fireplace it's very me and then they they pan to it and it was like a, a fireplace that had like a gold cherub like painted on it it was insane yeah <laughs> horrible who knows if they, if that's where they actually oh of course not of course that not. house was just like not. one little yeah I... yeah where do you think they did live when they were here? Oh, let me look it up, actually. Yeah. Okay. Weirdly, I found it an article about them selling their home that actually does look like the house that they looked at in the show. Oh, shit. <laughs> well, another real moment from the show, then. There's a lot going on here. She says Spider-Man lives down the road. So does Batman and uh, Lionel Richie. I didn't un- I didn't know that they did mention Batman because they said Leonardo DiCaprio and then Spider-Man. I did know. you think Leonardo DiCaprio was Batman? Maybe. <laughs> oh, so could, who knows? I do think, wait, I do who, think wait, Leonardo DiCaprio could do, because you know how, have you ever seen him do that Jack Nicholson impression? He like truly ha- is becoming Jack Nicholson. Oh, he is, And he yeah. could actually do Jack Nicholson as the Joker from like the early, uh, like Batman movies. That would be like a fun parody. Wait, who, parody. Was, who was Batman in 2007? Christian Bale? No, no, not yet. I think, um, oh, mm. Who was Spider-Man in 2007? Tobey Maguire. Uh, the Dark Knight came out in 2008. Oh no, Batman Begins Batman Begins came out in 2005. So Christian Bale lived What's in Christian that area. Bale? Or Leonardo DiCaprio, who knows? Anyway. anyway. <laughs> Trim that section. <laughs> so then we get another, another like real insight into actually their real life in this moment. So David calls and she's just like, Hi Dave, hiya. Where are you? How's the hotel? I love that. I was like, oh my God, how many times do you think the two of them have had that fucking conversation how's, backwards and forwards? How's, how's the, the hotel? hotel? Yeah, it's fine. Oh, it's yeah, pretty nice. Yeah, it's actually pretty good. Yeah. Yeah, yeah no, I know, but you know, I'm just, you know, I'm just going to rest my head here. I'm not yeah. going to spend much time in it. It's so boring. How's the hotel? How's the hotel? <laughs> so Vicky B decides she wants to fool the paps. Oh, so, Lord. Oh. so in this wonderfully set up scene, they go to a sex shop. The producers have been very busy. Yeah, there's a lot of location releases that have been signed. Mm-hmm. Do you think that was the that sex shop in WeHo? Is it called the Pleasure Chest? You know, the one that's on uh, Santa oh, yeah. Monica. Maybe, <laughs> but I feel like we would have got more of that. Yeah, because it's mm. more of a thing. You yeah. know what I mean? That's true. Not just a run of the mill sex shop. Yeah, a sex shop, a shop that sells sex. <laughs> so. She decides, well, the producers have told her that she's going to decide that she's going to buy a blow-up doll, dress it up as her, and it's going to drive around town and distract the paps so she can go buy an expensive watch for David Beckham. Yeah. The end. But, you know, I will say I did enjoy seeing Ben and Maria Louise styling the doll. That was fun. What, cutting the doll's hair into the pub? (laughs) Yeah, and he was like, and when he was telling the assistant, he was like, I'm still using a good technique to try and, you know, get good layers. I did enjoy that. I was like, okay, Ben, you're earning your, you're earning your free champagne in this one. <laughs> Liked it. Um, and yeah, and this is just a, this whole sequence was so dumb. The doll got booed. I don't really understand. This whole thing was shot very suspiciously as well. I was yeah. like, what is happening? 
They showed the paps like following her. I, I, yeah, this was the this this part was ludicrous, and I didn't enjoy it. <laughs> Although, so she's like shopping at Chopin, um, and you see they're drinking champagne again. Ben and Maria Louise are getting more free champagne at the store. Yeah, that's fair though. I know, but I just think those two are drinking too much. Anyway, actually, can I tell you something? Oh, go on. When I went to go look at a sofa the other day in a lovely store, you they had like they had a display of champagne and waters. <sighs> They brought me water. They didn't offer me champagne. Wow. Oh, you must be. <laughs> they had like Ooh. bottles and bottles of Verve just there oh, ready God. to go. They're, they've made a powerful enemy there. <laughs> <laughs> Something bad's going to happen to them. You're going to burn down their showroom once you get your sofa. Yeah, I am. <laughs> yeah. And then, then uh, Renee comes out and she's like, does the fakest thing where she's like, they want you to throw the first pitch at the Dodgers game. But continuity wise, you saw her Dodgers outfit hanging in her closet. In an earlier bit of the of the episode. Oh, really? Yeah, I, I spied it. Oh, yeah. So, not such a good job there, Simon not, Fuller. Not such an innocent girl after all. Oh, so, <laughs> sorry. In order to do that, <gasps> Vicky B is going to have to learn how to do. Uh, just, just going to have to learn stuff about baseball. Baseball. This thing was really strange. Yeah. So she goes to a local baseball diamond, as they call it. And uh, a load of kids uh, kind of scream baseball rules at her while she, she stands there and asks them questions. She says a few things. One of them says, why do you talk funny? Which I enjoyed. Yeah. <laughs> Talking about going to the Dodgers, she does say about the whole event, the worst thing that could happen at the Dodgers is if everyone goes, what are you doing, you stupid tart? <laughs> well, that was kind of fun. Yeah, I, I did actually really enjoy watching her throw. There's something I found really thrilling about that. Yeah. And... Uh, and at some point she gets booed at that, like that baseball, like the kids baseball game. Oh, really? Does she? Yeah. There's someone boos and she's like, who are you booing? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that was really funny. For and, heckling uh, them back. And just so you know, because the voiceover does say at one point as we throw to a break, and this is all leading up to the exclusive footage of the Beckham's first moments in America. <laughs> I was like, what? <laughs> it's like, this is all, isn't this all exclusive? Exclusive footage. <laughs> so weird. Well, and a big shout out to Renee's outfit in this scene, which is just a, what would you describe as a peasant dress over a flared jean? Ah, oh, 2007. Yep. What a so, time. So she, well, she now knows about baseball. Yeah. So she's going to go to the Dodgers stadium. Yeah. And she does my pet peeve, which is, she says that uh, the, she's wearing these short white shorts. She says they're really going up her crutch. Crutch. Yeah. Yeah, that's a real thing. Some people get crotch and crutch mixed up. Very strange. It's like a crutch is something you lean on. Your crotch is your crotch. Yeah. Your your white your white shorts could be your crotch. Yeah. <laughs> but they're going up your crotch. Got it. Let's talk about her outfit. She's wearing big aviators, a blue Dodgers jacket, the white shorts, <laughs> and then white platform sneakers. Lovely. Now I'm thinking next Halloween. How about I do this look? And all night I wear the pop and I just throw a ball around. Well, should I then come as Dodgers chairman, uh, Tommy Lasorda? Legendary <laughs> a grim, a grim, grim character. Okay. I don't, is there real stuff that's happened with him? Yeah. Oh, and I, we shouldn't laugh about it. Well, here's the thing with Tommy Lasorda, legendary Dodgers manager. In 1991, his son died of AIDS and he denied it and said his son died of cancer. So Tommy Lasorda can go fuck himself. But you know what? He died this year. Oh, so shit. who cares? Oh, fuck. Bye, Tommy. <laughs> So this all leads up to Vicky B. She's going to throw the first pitch at the baseball game. <laughs> My notes for the for the actual pitch. Do you want to hear them? It's just three, it's just three sentences. It. Go for it. 
I'm genuinely nervous for her. Why is there a shot of a seagull? <laughs> what is this show? <laughs> yes. So this this was my favorite part, maybe, of the whole episode. Because they do lots of slow-mo reaction shots and all building up to her throwing the ball. And yeah, there is just a shot of a bird. It pretty much has like a... Really lingering. A really lingering <laughs> shot of a bird. Pretty much going... And then she throws the ball and the baseball player catches it. (laughs) Player? Player? Yeah. The baseball. Yeah, they play baseball. Okay, got it. Got it. Got it. Um, (laughs) Yeah, what is this show? Yeah. What a strange program. And then walking away, she says, I really thought one of my silicones was going to fly out my armpit then. Now, this is important. Yeah. Because up until this point, she had... I can never say the word. Vehemently. Vehemently. Thank you. I was going to say vehemently <laughs> denied that she'd had her boobs done. Because remember, mm. her and Katie Price, they were once in a, a restroom, a bathroom, at a club. And they were both talking about their their boob jobs. And then Katie Price talked about it in the press. And Vicky B denied, it happened, denied that she had silicone. Yeah, for a really long time she used to say, oh, it's just about the bra that I wear. That's what I remember <laughs> she used to say. <laughs> So that's it, because this all led up to the exclusive footage of the Beckham's first moments in America. Yeah. Then it was just like him arriving at LAX. Well, she, remember, she had to go back. She (laughs) said that she's going to go back to the UK to pick up David and the boys. (laughs) It's like, what? Yeah, that didn't make any sense. And then it, and then it appeared they had pretty much a full black tie red carpet moment at like at lax when they landed <laughs> yeah very strange and then we kind of got like some like deleted scenes at the end did you see them <laughs> yes <laughs> like b-roll it was very odd her talking about thanksgiving yeah how like, in america pretzels, pretzels up, a, up a turkey's bum yeah that's not true i think she's talking about stuffing yeah i can imagine a pretzel being in stuffing yeah of course like, of crunched course. up was it there but then the whole show the whole show ends on the dog Twiggy, did we decide yeah. the dog was called? Twiggy kissing assistant Renee. And then Victoria just saying, I wouldn't do that if I were you. The dog eats her own poo. And <laughs> Renee just goes, what? <laughs> and then the show ends. That was a really, a, a very symbolic moment of what we just watched. Yeah. What a strange show. So weird. And, <laughs> I don't recommend going back to it. <laughs> also, how... how were they going to make six episodes out of this? I honestly don't know. Like, there's only... No wonder those execs cooled at NBC. Oh, yeah, they were like, ooh. It's not <laughs> They were getting just... in the, the dailies. They were like, ooh. It's not <laughs> just your rental that is a, a dusty yeah. chili ice cube. Yeah. It's also like, our attitudes. Yeah, they're like, mm. just got the Just got the dailies back of that earthquake scene. Not an episode. Yeah. <laughs> felt like she needed... It felt like the cast wasn't quite... Um, you know, Renee was trying her hardest. She did a good job, but yeah. Ben and Maria Louise don't feel like they were pulling their weight in that in the episode. I don't remember Maria Louise essentially being in it now. <laughs> so that is that. What a piece of shit. I loved it. It was <laughs> my all, review. It was all on YouTube. Uh, other fun things Victoria Beckham related on YouTube. There is her uh the World Cup party they did. Yeah. 2004. Loved that. Yeah. That's worth super a, fun. Yeah, worth a view. And then isn't there the real the real Beckhams or something, that documentary they did? I think that's the mm. one where I'm, they're talk they're they go to Madrid to buy a house. Right, 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 yeah. right. And then obviously Vogue seventy three questions. And then the Vogue seventy three questions parody yeah, as well. Yeah, yeah. 
I can't believe she hasn't done an uh, Architectural Digest tour yet. That feels like it's next on the list for Vicky B. But the joke with those is that people always do them just before they sell the house. Right. So it's to show off their house and it gets bars and then they put it in the market. Hi, AD. Hi, AD. <laughs> what I wanted to do for the boys is... <laughs> I do, I have to say, I do really like Hilary Duff's Architectural Digest tour. Have you seen it? No, I didn't Because she's, she's basically like, she's, hers has been sponsored by one of those TVs that turns into a painting. Oh yeah, the and, LG one. Yeah, and she, I have to say, I've seen a couple of other people trying to do it and it's really clunky. She's, I'm going to say it, she's a really good actress. She manages to seamlessly plug the LG painting TV in her in her home tour in a way that actually felt like organic and genuine. I think she's great. Good for her. Also, I want to see a painting that turns into a TV <laughs> and then back into a painting. So it's not just like this blender over here. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, that's it. <laughs> that is it. What a way to end the year. We, may, I mean, we may. As I said, I think we're gonna sneak one more in for the end of the year. I think. I think it might happen. We'll see. But if not, we're gonna see you in the new year, aren't we? Yeah. Thank you for listening, everyone. Uh, we'll be back at some point with our more regular episodes. Yes, we will be back maybe in 2022 or maybe later in 2021. Who the fuck knows? But you know what? We will be back. <laughs> we will be. Hope you all have a wonderful festive season. Stay safe. Stay well. Stay warm. Particularly if you're in LA right now. Yeah, chilly, chilly. chilly. Really dead chilly. Yeah, and avoid Omnicron. Omnicron. <laughs> Can you get me a, uh, a mug with Omnicron written on it as if it's like a, an evil corporation yeah, of logo? Course. Okay, cool. Yeah, with you. the like the Skynet logo on it. Yeah, exactly. Done. Okay. Absolutely. You're welcome. Bye. You are right up Main Street. Oh, you can't make me choose. I go and buy Toyota. Sponsors T4. Fuck me, Lee Ryan's 13. I remember we couldn't remember the word for table.